Aloha family and friends. Thank you for logging in to another episode of Simply Living Fearlessly with me, Ariel Wallace Wong, where we talk about all things health and wellness. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who is logging in. If you are a continued listener, if you are a new listener, if you are just trying to find a new podcast for the day, welcome to my podcast, Simply Living Fearlessly, where we explore tons of topics in becoming the highest version of ourselves. I cannot wait for today's message because this one, ooh, this one I wish I knew when I was way younger in life, but this was something that came with experience, it came with time, and it came with an investment in myself. And I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks for logging in. Thanks for listening. And today we are going to explore four things that are crucial for you to do before you date another person. These four things are going to help you to date yourself first. Learning to date yourself before you date another person is huge in becoming your highest self and becoming a healthy partner in a relationship. And whether or not that relationship is meant to last for a season or a reason or for a lifetime, it is going to help you to be better grounded in who you are and why you're in that space and what you're bringing to the table and for you to really know your worth. And I cannot wait to share with you four reasons why you should date yourself before you date another person romantically. So let's hop in. First reason why you should date yourself before you date another person. Okay, this is because you should learn how to explore yourself. Explore yourself. How can you really know who you are and who you are in a relationship if you have no experiences, if you have no memories, and you have no challenges. A lot of times, people want to date other people because they want to start doing things. They want to start having experiences. They want to start making memories. They want to learn how they're going to be in a relationship. But what actually ends up happening is it's like a roller coaster because you are literally relying on someone else to tell you how you feel or what to do or where to go or how to live. So if you never take the time to fully explore yourself, how can you really know how you're going to be with another person? Now, I talk about this because recently I've met a bunch of different people who have told me, Ariel, I am so glad that I met this person or I met you or I did this because I can't believe we get to do these certain things now. And I think to myself, well, you could have always done it. You just chose not to. And I remember that when I was in my early 20s, I was... I'm such a social butterfly that I wouldn't want to go and do new things by myself. You know, for me, I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to look dumb. Um, I didn't want to um, 
in essence, be alone doing that thing. I take a lot of uh, pride in being able to experience something new with someone and be good at it, you know. Um, I, I have this love and affinity for zip lining. Uh, I love doing a lot of things that cause a lot of adrenaline for me, you know, ri riding motorcycles and, um, you know, jumping off waterfalls and all of these things. And a lot of the times I wouldn't want to go do those things by myself. I always want to go do it with someone else because I know that for myself, I love spending quality time with the people that I love. And not just romantic people, but my family, my friends, and all the people who's closest to me, they know quality time is my jam. You know, I don't need the most expensive things in life, but if I have someone's quality time where we're not checking our phones and we're, we're honed into, you know, the event that we're sharing together, that means the world to me. Hence why I always travel to visit, visit friends all over the world. But it is also in the experiences and the memories that you learn challenges about yourself when you do them by yourself. And one of the things that I did uh, in different periods of my life where I was dating myself and exploring myself is I would solo travel alone or I would... Um, try a new experience alone last year I took up paddling for like a hot minute and I loved it so much and I really only knew one person at the practice and my friend actually didn't come to every practice and so I ended up meeting a whole bunch of new people but I loved it so much because I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone and I realized that it wasn't really about going to do an experience that involved another person I fell in love with the quietness of me pushing myself mentally, physically, emotionally in that experience, as well as me loving the water. And so when you explore yourself, you give yourself the opportunity to understand that you are entitled to experiences and memories, and you're going to overcome and learn what challenges you with or without someone with or without someone because life is always happening around us so number one explore yourself number two very similar to number one but very very different learn yourself so not only putting yourself out there in the experience and the memories and the challenges but learning yourself that self-reflection piece, that looking within, that understanding about what makes you mad, what makes you happy, what makes you excited, what makes your heart sing, what makes your heart sing, what can, can you do for yourself that is going to make you the best version of yourself? That is going to come from you dating yourself, learning yourself, writing things down, experiencing stuff, journaling, you know, feeding yourself with love, with words, what you read, what you eat, what you do, who you spend your time with. That's you learning yourself. I find that a lot of people get stuck in this space about learning themselves. When you date yourself and you learn yourself, that means being aware of the spaces that you enter and the people you interact with. Exhibit A. 
you go somewhere. Maybe you go meet up with a bunch of friends who you haven't seen in a while. You go, you enter the room, and you feel excited to see everyone. And everyone's excited to see you. But as the night goes on or as the event goes on, you start to learn that everybody is complaining. Everybody's complaining. They're irritated about something or they're angry about something. How does that make you feel? Do you like being in that space? How is that energy for you? Is that adding to your growth or is that taking away from you? And if you feel like it's something that you can handle, great. If you feel like it's something that you can't, are you comfortable walking away because you know that you'll be less than if you continue to stay? Again, are you comfortable walking away because you know that you'll be less than if you continue to stay? Crazy. Boom. Mind blown. When you date yourself, you always put yourself as a number one priority in front of anyone or anything else in this physical human world because that type of love for yourself is the type of love that you can put out in the world and that you deserve to receive but if you don't learn yourself and understand these parts of yourself you're going to continue to struggle with understanding why your emotions feel like they're up down all around and all over the place all the time you're not going to understand what it is that makes you happy, mad, or angry, or sad. And in a lot of times when we get into these relationships with our partner, they ask us, what's wrong? And we say, I don't know. Or I'm in a funk, or I'm just having a day. But when you learn yourself, you don't have to say, I'm in a funk. I know that I'm irritated right now because this, this, and this happened but I just need this, right? So it's not just recognizing what the what is making you upset, what is making you happy, what is making you excited, but when things are putting you in a negative place, how can you get yourself out of it? What are your coping mechanisms and what are the things that bring you joy? And do the people around you know that? If you don't take the time to learn yourself and date yourself, how are you supposed to share that when you are in a romantic relationship, when you are wanting to love on someone and you want them to love you fully? Now, dating yourself should happen by yourself. It's not something that you rely on another person to do for you. When you get in a romantic relationship, that's when you're dating somebody else, when you're learning them, when you're exploring them. But you should have already done the work for your, your inner self first. You should have already have done the introspection, the self-awareness, so you don't have to do two things at once when you get in a relationship. Makes sense, right? So the third thing that you should do um, to date yourself before you date another person is you have to learn to forgive yourself. And <laughs> this is a huge one. This is a huge thing. To forgive yourself. No one is perfect. We are per all perfectly imperfect. And this is the biggest thing that I see out in the world around me and my line of work. Is once we make a mistake, 
or once we have done something that we're not proud of, a lot of people get stuck and they don't know how to forgive what they've done or who they were because they feel that that's going to define them forever. And I'll tell you this, society is a huge label maker. They love to put labels on us. You know, what is our political standpoint? What's our religious standpoint? What's our gender? What's our socioeconomic status? Uh, what, what is our job title? So these are all labels that society gives us. But that doesn't define who you are at the very core. Okay? It doesn't define who you are at the core. At the very core of who you are, you have a beautiful soul waiting to bloom. You have a big, beautiful soul waiting to bloom. And if you don't ever forgive yourself and give yourself grace for the fact that you're not perfect, you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes you're going to try things. You're going to explore parts of yourself that is doesn't work out. You're going to learn parts of yourself that maybe you're not the most proud of. Um, that's okay. But if you never forgive yourself and allow yourself the space to grow, you're going to get stuck. And those types of thinking that you need to be perfect also translates over to relationships. You then start putting these expectations on the person that you're in a romantic relationship with or you're dating. You're trying to put these imperfectly perfect, you need to do all these things kind of expectations on someone else and it's a sabotage for the dating. It's a sabotage for the relationship itself because why should you be expecting someone to be everything if you're not everything and we're continuing to grow? Do not now, do not get this confused with knowing your worth and putting up with toxic behavior because they're not perfect and I have been in this place many, many times. I'm a chance giver. P I give people way too many chances. This is something that my girlfriends have told me multiple, multiple times. That they don't understand how I can deal with people and situations for as long as I have. And the, the fact of the matter is... It's not really dealing for me. In my mind, it is knowing that I'm not perfect, they're not perfect, and I'm giving grace where it's due. But once I've given grace and once I've seen that the person no longer wants to be a better version of themselves and now it's just a taking advantage of, that's where I make smarter decisions where I can say, hey, I got to leave this space because it's no longer serving me. It's no longer helping me to grow and it's no longer pouring love into me. And knowing that is huge. That's a that's a piece of me forgiving myself for allowing someone to treat me the wrong way or to put some negative energy in my direction. And loving myself more to walk away from that. And so I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about family. How many times have we stuck around because we've known somebody for a length of time? A long time that we feel that we need to. 
because of how long we've known them. But you don't need to. Forgive yourself. Give yourself the grace and the honor and the respect to walk away from those situations. But also forgive yourself for making decisions that maybe taught you something, but wasn't the best for you in that timing. So forgive yourself. And then the last one I want to talk about that you should date yourself, that you should do to date yourself before you date another person is you need to love yourself. You need to love yourself fully, fully. Yep, I'm going to say it one more time. Fully love yourself. And when I say that, I mean, are you okay being alone? I'm going to say it again. Are you okay being alone? Being alone doesn't have to be lonely. It's all perspective, okay? Being alone doesn't mean that you have nothing and you have no one in your life. Being alone means can you be okay with the quiet moments where no one is there to hug you, to cheer you on, to push you to do the things that are best for you, to pour into you? Are you going to be okay? And I say this with the utmost love and respect for everyone out there, including my inner child and my soul. When you don't know how to love yourself, you literally give others the access to take advantage of you. You give others access to take advantage of you when you don't love yourself because you don't know your worth and you don't hold yourself to that standard. And I'm not saying that you should push everybody who wants to get close to you away because you need to be alone. I'm saying when you date yourself, you learn to love yourself. When you date yourself, you learn how you want to be loved. When you date yourself, you learn how to love others. And one of my good, good girlfriends, she's amazing, but she took a little staycation this past weekend and it was beautiful. I'm so inspired by her and her growth and her pouring of love into herself. But she took a little staycation this um, past weekend and she told me her plan was to rent an Airbnb and she was going to take herself out to dinner and she was going to turn her phone on Do Not Disturb for the whole weekend and she was going to read and do all these things to pour love into herself. And the first question I had for her was, what made you want to do this? And I, I was shocked that she was going to do it because it's a lot of money to do that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> but I didn't even realize that it, my questions were not initially coming out of a place of, holy cow, I'm so stoked for this, but uh, I'm worried about you, you know? And I realized I had to stop and take a step back and say, wow, that is so brave of her for loving on herself, for dating herself, literally taking herself to a restaurant to have dinner alone, getting dressed up, you know, feeling good, reading, you know, like staying in this Airbnb alone 
I mind blown. So proud of you, sis. But that type of love for yourself is the type of love that translates into relationships. When you get into a relationship and you and your partner get to do stuff like that together, it will enhance the inexperience like that times 10. Because of course, being, you know, experiencing something alone is, it can be daunting, it can be scary, you know, you can feel lonely. But in actuality, you're not lonely because everything around you is subjective. It's, it's the way that you view the world around you. It's the way that you view yourself in the world around you. And for my girlfriend, I was so proud of her because she didn't care who was around. She chose a restaurant she'd been wanting to eat at for a while. She chose like a place that she felt like would be a good like vacation area. She went and did stuff that she loved for her. And this was not dependent on anyone or anything else. She literally dated herself. And I was so impressed by her. And I highly recommend that everybody take the time to fully show up for yourself. Because showing up for yourself is greater than half showing up for others. Fully showing up for yourself is greater than half showing up for others, you know? And if you're not whole, if you're not 100, you haven't explored yourself, learned yourself, forgave yourself, loved yourself, how can you be a whole version of you in a romantic relationship or in any of the relationships around you? You will continue to water yourself down. You will continue to feel like you need something or someone else to complete you if you haven't taken the time to fully learn and date yourself before you date another person. And that is huge. This is something that I had to learn so much about that I was go, 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 and not taking enough time for me to think, to understand myself, to nurture and love myself, and to nurture and love the people around me with a whole version of me, a whole version of me, being whole. And a lot of this comes from my faith, you know. God leads me in so many things that I do. He fuels me in so many different ways. But it looks different for everyone. Dating yourself, understanding yourself, finding groundedness is different for everyone. But first, explore yourself. Second, learn yourself. Third, forgive yourself. And fourth, love yourself fully. Do those four things to date yourself and trust me, when you enter a romantic relationship, you are going to be showing up fully present, ready to embrace that other person and all the memories and the journey that you two are going to create with one another. And I can't wait for you. I am stoked. Thank you so much for logging in today. I wanted to share a couple of comments from people. Um, first comment I have here is from NS. Uh, she said, I'm loving your episodes. The message always hits me, uh, helps me to get realigned. Thank you so much. 
And the second comment I want to share is from CI. I'm so glad to hear real life stories that I don't feel alone. Thank you so much, Ariel. And I just want to touch on that really quick. These are real life stories I'm sharing with you. I'm being vulnerable and just pouring out things in my personal life with you because I feel that everything that I'm learning is something so beautiful. And I've been doing so much introspection, looking within myself and self-awareness for years now that I'm starting to forget all of the things that I've learned because my brain can only hold so much. And of course, I journal and I write things down, but why not have an audio version to share with you folks and reference for the rest of my life? Thank you again for letting me share and for logging into Simply Living Fearlessly with me, Ariel Wallace-Wong. I'm wishing you all love and light and a beautiful week ahead. Go crush it.